Welcome to Healing Beyond Physical, a podcast, a sacred transmission from my heart. I am your host, Omokiram Patrawala, and I will be here every week by your side, guiding you and empowering you to get curious and bring compassion to your healing journey so that together you can heal beyond the physical and come home to your whole self. Welcome to this episode of Healing Beyond Physical. I am so excited to unpack this conversation that is very meaningful to all of us who identify as women and also one that is not talked about a lot. So this is very close to my heart because I truly feel that when we start having these conversations as it relates to our relationship with our womb space, with our pelvic bowl, our sacred womb space, we can start healing and, well, first I would say we would start connecting and then healing the wounds, the hurts that we hold in this place. And let me tell you, as a collective, we hold many hurts and wounds in this place of, uh, in the sacred place of our pelvic bowl, our womb space. So welcome to this episode. I invite you to bring your curiosity and your compassion. Um, as you're listening, for some of you, you might even notice that parts of what I'm about to share are going to create disturbance, triggers within you. And that can be an opportunity to journal, reflect, and then gain further support if you need more support as you start exploring your relationship with your sacred womb space. So bring your curiosity, bring your compassion, and listen to this conversation with gentleness. Invite that wise part of yourself, your inner wisdom to be here, and that wise woman to be here in this conversation so that you can really hear it from that lens. And like I said, this is... Um, you know, a conversation that can bring up many feels. And if it does, then it can be an opportunity to explore, to journal, to work with a practitioner and move through these triggers that are showing up. With that being said, let's unpack this conversation today. And I, I know that there's going to be many more. Um, our sacred womb space or your pelvic bowl even as I say those words, take a moment to drop your awareness and notice what is your relationship at present with your pelvic bowl or your womb space. Are you able to sense, feel into that space? And even if for women who've had procedures done and different organs removed from this pelvic bowl to know that there is energetic imprints that are still here holding that energy of um, your sacred female organs. So with that being said, let's start with just 
drop your awareness into your body. Gently breathe in and out and notice what is your relationship with your pelvic bowl, with your womb space. And maybe that in itself is going to be an exploration that you're going to unpack more. Because if your answer is, ah, I kind of feel my upper body, but as soon as I drop my awareness, kind of belly button and down towards my perineum, I don't feel a lot. Then that is your relationship that perhaps there is a disconnect. Perhaps we have the biology for protective purposes, reasons disassociated from this area of the body because perhaps you have lived experiences um, that have those that are holding trauma imprints that are engaging these protective responses that are not yet allowing you to connect with this part. So just to examine your relationship, not with guilt or not with a sense of right or wrong, but with curiosity and compassion. And as we examine that relationship with our sacred pelvic bowl and our womb space, where I invite our conversation today is to really recognize that as a collective, there is a lot of negative programming that creates shame, that creates shame and the energy of shame to be held in this sacred space of our body. Each of us have layers of shame that we may be holding on to in our womb space, some more than others. Some of us have moved, been doing our inner work, tending to these parts, and some of us, this might be new work. Again, there is no right or wrong. This is not a race. This is an exploration. And if this is aligning, then you continue that exploration. Sometimes it's just timing, right? Maybe not now, not yet. So holding all of that in your awareness, let's move forward with this knowing that there is such a sense of disempowerment that is the narrative in this, in that, I would say in the old patriarchal age that we lived in, because we're now in the Aquarian age, which is moving into the energy of the divine feminine. But the patriarchal age truly disempowered women in and it, her relationship with the space. And in the last many years, supporting women in pelvic health Supporting women in um, retreats where we worked on womb alchemy work or working with embodied energy work as it relates to the womb space, I have witnessed, and I have witnessed the same in myself, is that there is a high level of disconnection from this place in our bodies. And that there are so many disempowering messages that we hold. And they come in so subtly. It's not until we start getting curious and exploring can we even see the layers and layers of 
that negative programming that is embedded in us. And let me also say that it's not just coming from this lifetime. We are carrying these through our lineage as well. So there is these hearts that we carry through our lineage. And then there is the collective programming. All of that and is being held then in our each individual womb spaces. You know, the culture where we came from, the, the practices that we had around women coming of age, around the time that we receive our menstrual cycle, that we start our menstrual cycle. Let's start there because what I really found fascinating in my own experience and I'm talking to so many women about this is that in many cultures, and I've spoken to women across different cultures, that quite often the cycle is either perceived by the woman herself as embarrassing because it wasn't talked about when she got onto her menstrual cycle, and or it is an annoyance like when I hear mainstream folks talk about the cycle, even how it's depicted in commercials, quite often it can be portrayed as, a, as this annoying thing that has showed up and there you are, you're going to be all moody and before that you're going to be moody and all, all, all of those narratives that are so disempowering. So then we either are annoyed with our cycles or we are embarrassed with our cycles, or we consider them dirty. In some cultures, it's, you know, there's a sense of, well, oh, you're in your cycle, you, you cannot touch this or you cannot do this. There's those nuances. And there's a sense of dirtiness, there is a sense of not really exploring the power that our cycle holds. So can we imagine most of us and, and most of the women that I've supported have had this relationship with their cycle that is either of annoyance or it is a source of pain because some women have had cycles with a lot of pain. So then that's what we're associating with the cycle. And, and that can be impact in a whole different conversation. But present, I'd like to bring awareness to the fact that there is far too many disempowering messages. And quite often we as women hold shame associated with our feminine landscape. It starts from the time we get our cycle or even sooner in terms of how our bodies talked about, how our beautiful feminine landscape is addressed. I remember in one of the women's circle, I was hosting one of um, the women who was attending said, well, in our, in our family, we, we didn't even call our, our, our vagina, uh, the uh, vagina, we just called it parts. Like there was no word. 
it was just parts, bits. So there is such a not acknowledgement even of it being of the sacredness of our feminine landscape. That can create shame. So it can start early on in terms of how a woman's body is talked about, how our feminine landscape is seen, and then the cycle. And then it builds from there. And I'm curious if you can relate to any of these. Just take a moment and ask yourself, how do I sense my menstrual cycle? Am I now in a place where I can see it from that it is here to empower me? Or am I still working with that old programming? And some of us who've had painful periods can, I mean, there's a lot of healing and support that might be needed in that case to shift that relationship because then we feel uh, betrayed by our cycle, by our bodies. Or annoyed. Shame also shows up, like I said, in the messaging that we see in how products are marketed to us that are talking about changing our beautiful bodies in then messages that focus on the mess rather than the power. Our body shape, our self-image, the changes that our body goes through as women, through puberty and then if we choose to have children um, through our pregnancy and after, shame can show up there. Or when we birth our child, based on the narratives of how birth needs to go, can create shame. And in my practice, when I've supported women who've had uh, losses, whether it's losses um, through their pregnancy, losses during their fertility journey, challenges during their fertility, journey, all of those leave imprints of shame. And there's almost a narrative that I've heard time and again from women where we end up blaming ourselves, especially in cases of, I, and I know I've definitely been here in cases of loss, there was definitely a part of me that blamed myself and there was shame or in choices when we choose to terminate pregnancies, again, that self-blame and shame around it. And so on and so forth. Shame truly shows up in so many different ways and is held and carried in our room space. And that energy of shame then is not allowing us to fully access our power because everywhere where you hold shame, that shame is where we lost power. So let's take that in one more time. Everywhere where you hold shame, as it relates to your feminine landscape, as it relates to 
your body, as it relates to your sexuality, as it relates to your womb space. Every place where you hold shame is where we've given our power away, where we've lost our power. And that can be changed. In the work that I do, we work energetically and somatically with the body to meet these parts of ourselves, to tend to these parts of ourselves, and to alchemize that energy that is being held shame into power. That can be done. And there are so many women that I've had the privilege of supporting in doing this work in, in, in my own womb space. We are powerful. And wherever you are in this journey, it's never too late. It's not about right or wrong or good or bad. If this speaks to you, and if this resonates with your inner compass, then the invitation is to explore this work. This is sacred work. And in many of my sessions, we're often working with this element of shame as it is held in our womb space, especially when I'm supporting women who are on a journey of fertility, journey of loss, or traumatic birth. We, we hold imprints of shame or, you know, having um, menstrual cycles that were really painful or not acknowledged. We are able to alchemize this energy. The path that I choose for myself and then the women I support is somatically through the body, through sensing, feeling, tending through a trauma-informed lens. We tend to these protective parts that were created in those moments of shame, in those moments where our feminine landscape was not acknowledged. Rather, when we were told not to talk about it or given other negative messages, we shut down, we disconnected from these areas of ourself, of great power. So there's great power to be had. And in the work that I do, we <clears throat> tend to these parts. And, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, we befriend these parts. And energetically, we then feel into the energy of shame and alchemize it as we tend and befriend. And then women often say, you know, they start perhaps feeling like there's a rock here or there's, it's dark in here in my womb space. And then as we're meeting our layer of the shame, we tend and we befriend the energy starts shifting. It feels like there's light coming in or it feels like there is lightness here or that rock that was there. I don't feel it anymore. Those are some of the examples of how that might show up and it's going to be unique to each experience. Sometimes it brings up other layers that need to be tended to, right? There, I'm, I'm simplifying it at present, but there's we, we all 
have very lived experiences, which means everyone's experience is going to be unique. And in the work that I do, it's very responsive and honors that. Each of our nervous systems are shaped through our lived experiences. And so the tending and the befriending and what shows that it's going to be unique. However, or as a whole, a lot of our power is being held right now in these shame imprints in our womb space. And there is definitely, we have the power to shift that. And if that is work that you're curious about or want to explore, then I do offer a complimentary consult that will be dropped in the show notes. You're welcome to take me up on that offer and ask questions about what that might be. Because it is really time that we as women start reclaiming our power. There are many different paths to it. The paths that I really am being guided and called to focus on is healing the womb space. And when we do womb healing work, you know, different areas of our body also show up. We work with the energy of the heart, the throat. Um, those are all connected. And then other parts of our body where we may be holding other layers. So we work as a whole person and recognizing that energy can be alchemized. If we're holding heaviness, that can be alchemized to lightness. It takes a great deal of courage to do this work absolutely and capacity so again you sense feel into yourself and you'll know when you're ready but the invitation is to really reclaim our power and change our relationship with our feminine landscape And let's bring that sacredness back in this place. Let's reprogram and bring in messages that we do want for ourselves. And let's not continue to bring down this divine feminine energy within yourself. And one of the practices that are, is very close to my heart that Tammy Lynn Kent shares that I've taken to heart and I definitely explore that and share that in my sessions is to first call out various associations that are not kind, that are negative, that we hold as it relates to our feminine landscape, our body, our sexuality, our, our female body, our womb space. And then we just kind of journal it all down. And because I love rituals, and that's what her suggestion was, this was so intuitive to me, is once you put it all down on paper, and you'll be surprised at the layers that will show up. And this process in itself can be very emotional. I know that when I've offered these, this suggestion to other women, uh, many have said that that in itself brought up so much. So 
if you need support at that, I would love to hear from you or find support. The support that I offer is virtual if you're curious. Doesn't, um, in fact, a lot of the support I offer to women is virtual, so it doesn't matter where you are. Truly, it is the willingness and the readiness and the internal yes. So coming back to that ritual, you write it down on the paper. And then I love working with the element of fire because I see fire as an alchemist. When you put something into the element of fire, I always have sort of sensed this alchemy happening organically. Whatever I release is getting alchemized, recycled, renewed. So if that is something that speaks to your heart, you could do a fire ceremony and safely burn uh, the paper that you've written, reflected on, releasing. And as it releases and the smoke rises to kind of almost feel like that smoke within you is like that your womb space is like being cleansed, cleared, and that heaviness is lifting. And then we continue to do our work as we tend and befriend those parts. But this ritual can be very cathartic and so healing. So that's a suggestion in terms of how might you, where could you start if you are ready to change your relationship and reclaim your power. That could be a starting place. And then seeking support from other women who, are, who have embodied this work that you trust who can hold space for you to gently, safely, through a trauma-informed lens, guide you. Because this place holds a lot. It does. And we want to move through this with gentleness, with nurturing, with that nurturing spirit, through that trauma-informed lens when we do this work. So with that, I will pause here and I just invite us to take a deep breath in and gently relax and clench your jaw and exhale through your mouth. <sighs> Let's do that two more times. Inhale. Exhale. See if you can drop that exhale all the way down into your womb space. One more time. Inhale. Feel that space. Exhale. Come back, listen to this conversation because once you've heard it the first time, then the second time, I would really invite you to re-listen to it with awareness on your body. Like as I'm saying things, notice where is your body saying yes? Where are you receiving those messages like, yeah, where parts of you are being heard, being seen. Notice that the body communicates. Bring awareness to it as you listen to the conversation. Your triggers, another way that your protective parts are communicating to you. So from that space of curiosity and compassion, I invite you to continue to explore this work and share this conversation or have this conversation with another woman in your life that you know. If we can each have these conversations and at least bring awareness and end the silence around our feminine landscape around our sacred room space, then there is 
more of us who are aware and more possibilities of us reclaiming our power. It is time for us to reclaim this power. And this is the work that I've been so immersed in in the past many years as I support women in pelvic health. And my own work with, with my own sacred pelvic bowl and with the women has evolved over the years. It truly has. And where I sit today is a lot of tending, befriending, and alchemizing energy. Through that trauma-informed somatic and energy medicine lens. So the invitation is there. There is support for you. We, many of us are going to need some support, some gentle guidance in this work because of just how much is being held here. To choose a trusted guide to walk alongside you. Thank you for tuning into this episode. Please share with other women in your life. Have these conversations with other women in your life. Yet, let's break the silence around our relationship to our womb space. Let's break the silence around all the shame that is being held in silence for ages, for years and for years through our lineage. Let's give voice to it. When we give voice to it, we acknowledge, we bring awareness, and then there is this opportunity to shift, transmute, transform, alchemize. So, so much love for you. Thank you for tuning into this episode. And I look forward to reconnecting with you next week. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. And if you found this empowering, then please do take a moment and share this episode with your friends and family. And also do consider leaving a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Here's to us each healing and coming back home to ourselves.